0: Hi there, and welcome back to Box Box WSL. Since the last episode, we've seen the landscape of football change quite a bit, so we're exploring that from an off-the-pitch perspective. I'm talking to Louise Selsby, the Lioness' social media producer, on what she's done with its squad, with no football being played. The last England match was five months ago for the final She Believes Cup match against Spain, which sadly resulted in a 1-0 defeat, but Alexia Potella scored the winner, so I wasn't entirely mad either but I probably shouldn't be saying that to an English audience. But Alexia has had the season of her career and well, anyway, that's a whole nother story. Back to the Lionesses. If you've not seen any of the social media content, I recommend you do. It's full of laughter, throwbacks, skill challenges, coffee club, with people who don't drink coffee, Leah Williamson. With Louise, we talk about all the planning that went into producing all of these different stories, how much influence the players themselves had on them. What covering the world cup was like last year and even a behind-the-scenes World Cup story. And finally, Louise explains how important social media has been and is to the growth of women's football everywhere. I'm here today with Louise Selsby. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Yourself? Not
1: too bad. How's Out been in general? Yeah, yeah, good. I mean, what day are we on now? I think it's like day hundred and something. Um, <laughs> yeah, give it to yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm, I've been lucky, you know. I've, I've been working hard and stuff, and you know, I've, I've been in London. I have a nice garden, which is, you know, a plus in London. We, I just moved into a new place just before lockdown, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful that, that 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 was my kind of situation. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's been interesting. I mean, we'll get into it. But it's it's been a, a different and exciting time for for social media and, and content online, as in England. So, so yeah, it's
0: been good. And what's it been like to run a football social media account without any football?
1: Yeah, yeah, interesting. It's definitely allowed us to do things that we wouldn't have usually had the chance to do. Um, I think I think when we kind of went into lockdown, because I think we we just got back from She Believes. Um had like a few days at home and then you know got the message that that we were kind of not returning to the office so I never got back into the office after she believes And um, and then obviously we we're kind of straight away all on on kind of team calls and, and trying to work out what we do and I think straight away we kind of knew we had a responsibility as an organization to kind of fill fill that gap where football you know was was, was no longer going to be um and we kind of knew that we wanted to inform and educate but also you know keep keep our fans entertained during this time um you know for, for so many people football is is you know it's not just something that they watch but it's like a community it's you know the thing that they do to keep physically fit and mentally you know well as well so so we knew that a lot of people would be struggling during this uncertain time anyway but with football also gone we kind of knew that we had a, had a responsibility to to you know to keep everyone smiling and keep everyone you know on it and, and good but also inform them as well about the situation you know what's happening um, so I think from that that's where kind of football staying home the campaign came from, and that was something that that we did across all of the channels, but it just gave each of us a bit of a structure to kind of go away and think okay how how can i you know how, how online lessons can I use this uh, this campaign to to create content in those threads that that you know help helps our audience keeps our keeps our audience connected um at the strange time, keeps them smiling, keeps them fit so so yeah it it was good, but it it, it enabled us to. And um, yeah, create create content that we've never done before.
0: What was the most important thing that maybe you focused on providing this content to an audience? Like you said, that maybe needs it more than ever right now. Just staying home without any football.
1: So we we kind of had these these threads within football, staying home. So it was around sort of motivation, togetherness, uh, well-being. You know, fun. Um, and and I kind of looked at Linessa, and you know, all all of those things made sense with with stuff that we've done in the past with the players that we have. Um and I think that the the big thing that stuck out for me with Lioness is, is is that fun angle. Um, you know, we've got relationships with the players that that we knew we could use and, and we knew that we wanted the players to play a really important role in it. So when, when football staying home kind of was created, that was our next step as is, is we went to the players and we said, Look, this this is what we're doing. You know, we want you guys to to be a part of this, we want your feedback. Um, you know, you got you guys have an important role to play here to to, you know, keep our fans connected. Um so I think that was the big thing for me to start off. It was like, how can we use, you know, the team, the players as individuals, but also as a team at, at this time? You know, we're lucky that we have those relationships and we have that access to the to the players. And, and you know, they're they more than, than rose to the occasion. You know, they're so proactive. We had, you know, players messaging us saying, you know, how can I help? Or, you know, I've been doing this workout, you know, can you use this? Or I've got this idea, what do you think? So So that was the main thing for me is, is using those threads that we that we had as an organization and obviously kind of working with the Lionesses as a team to kind of bring them to life with the the different content that we put out.
0: What's the the planning been like particularly I feel like Jill Scott might be a fun person to uh (laughs) get stuff done with.
1: Yeah, so so yeah, I mean Jill's skills for example, it was it was something again that came from Jill. Um she's been amazing during this whole lockdown and and, you know, she, she wanted to, to kind of do stuff that, that kept kids fit and kept kids, you know, playing football and practicing when, when they couldn't um, in, in a really easy way in their back garden. So, yes, yeah, she, she reached out to us and then, and then us as a small team um, kind of worked with her and her team to, 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 to bring it to life, essentially. I mean, she came up with the, the, the skills themselves. So she did a lot of work her side. And then yeah, we we kind of just helped to structure it and obviously branded it up and things and came up with a bit of a posting plan for it. But yeah, she she's been great. And then and then the coffee club for example, that was something that Karen Bardsley came up with. I mean, on camp, all of the players have a coffee club. They they sort of go after training and you know some of them go for the chat. Some of them are, are really like you know big on coffee, and um, and and they obviously miss that not being on camp. So. So yeah, KB kind of came came to us with that idea. Myself and my colleague Remy, who's the player liaison, we we worked really closely because we're on camp with the, the players. Um and obviously Jill was a, a perfect kind of partner in that. She's a, a natural presenter. You know, we, we use it on camp and stuff to 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 interview other players. And but again, like they 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 both really led on that and it was their idea. And again, we came in and kind of brought the other players into it, helped them with the scripts, brought a bit of structure to it. Um but it, it was a it was a, it was led by the players, and you can kind of see that as well in, in the way that it, it looked. And um, you know, you, you got to see sides of the players that you don't normally get to see because it was so relaxed. So so that was that was really fun to be a part of. I mean, we, we were recording it every week, and it was good to catch it with them play with the players themselves. But I think that's one piece of content that we're really proud of because the, the comments that we got were so many people saying it was the, the thing that kind of you know made them smile that week or some something that really helped them through that day. So. Yeah, I think I think it was just a good example of, of the team really, really bringing it together. Um, but yeah, the, the other pieces of content that we did as a as a wider content team at the FA, we kind of looked back at you know old games, for example. So that we did the Lionesses rewinds, which was another thing that you know we've we've never done before, and and it was great. It was great to kind of educate our our newer fans about you know Kelly Smith and and Rachel Yankee and those older older players, um, and and show some games that we've never shown before. So so yeah, I think I think it. It was a, it was a hectic two, three weeks that first two weeks of like, okay, we've got to completely change up what we're doing. We've got no football. And, and yeah, it was, it was a hectic two, three weeks where we kind of all had to come together. The players, the people that I work with at at the FA, I think, yeah, we look back at it and it's something that we're all really proud of at the FA.
0: What was the transition like kind of going from the seriousness of a World Cup, of a Sheba Leaves Cup, of a sold out Wembley against Germany very football-centric important matches in the history of the Lionesses to kind of this more raw as you said the players showing their personalities what was that transition like going from one to the other
1: yeah it was it was good and I think I think again testament to the players and I think the relationships that we've built as staff with the players during those tournaments it, it was it was it was pretty easy like they were just so good Um, I think The the stuff that we do online is is quite fun anyway, you know, the the Mm -hmm. stuff that we've done in the past with Jill, for example, we did the Jill's Wembley quiz um, and and the kind of content that that we've been sharing with our audiences. So we kind of, um, you know, we, we kind of fit into that into that mode quite well. And I think I think, you know, it is different, but I think it was the perfect time to experiment with things that we've never done before. You know, even at the beginning, we did a few Instagram lives, online essays, mm-hmm. uh, We did one with Efa and, and Kira, for example, and obviously Millie and Rachel. You know, things that, that we'd never get to to do, really. So I think we I think we use it as an opportunity to to mix it up and, and to do something that's different that, that is away from you know the, the seriousness of of a tournament or football, um, and and you know even just clips and stuff that we have never been able to use in the past because we've been in game mode, and obviously that's important. And now that things are a little bit more relaxed, we kind of you know how can we actually dial up that that entertainment element
0: and back to the serious part of it, what was it like the World Cup last year covering that? Of course you kept up the element of the fun um but what was yeah. it like balancing those two
1: I mean yeah it was, it was an amazing experience obviously um just the the kind of high that that you're on constantly is 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 just so great, especially with the way things the way things went for us as a team um so you, you're getting those results and there's just a buzz around the place that it's just amazing to be a part of, but yeah i think I think on camp, I work really closely with uh, our team photographer Lynn and our videographer Glenn um so we kind of be busy uh you know jumping on the bus to go to training, capturing that, getting back, turning all of that around, you know Glenn and Lynn would then be off to sort of a recovery session capturing that, so you're kind of you you've got one job of kind of curating all of that content that you're capturing 24 seven into some sort of narrative that makes sense on social so that people can follow this story. But you also just have to be really conscious of what's happening around you and, and reading the team, make sure what you're getting right is, is you know, is tonally right. You know, if, if we've had a bad result, you can't be putting out a clip of, of the players laughing and joking, etc. You know, you've, you've got to just have that connection, I think. And you, you have that when, when you're on camp, you're working so closely with the players and, and the staff members that you kind of just learn you learn how to tell the story in, in a proper way. And, and obviously as a whole team, obviously we work with the comms team, the commercial team, you, you kind of all work together to make sure what we're putting out as, as one clear um, uh, message. And I think I think it's great, you know, at, at the beginning of the tournament, we could put out the unicorn photos and, you know, it, it's not a bad thing to show the players having downtime. I think people now understand that that's just as important as, as working hard. Um, but yes, yeah, as, as it got into crunch time and, and the atmosphere changes slightly, you've, you've just got to dial up that hard work element. Which is easy to do because it's always happening with the team. It's always happening on camp.
0: And Louise, that for you that was your first major tournament with the Lionesses, wasn't it? Yeah. Personally, what was that experience like? It,
1: it was. It was just. It was amazing. I think when people ask me about it, I'm just quite embarrassing. But it, it was just the best month ever. Um, you know the 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 kind of family atmosphere that you have. People always say that, but it, it is the truth. You kind of staff and players. You're just on this. This, this hectic journey together um, and you, you are just you know super super close so you, know, you have that support and, and everything while, while you're out there um, and obviously as a football fan it's just amazing you're getting to watch these amazing games but I think for me as well like it, it, it was just so amazing to be to be part of that that journey and being able to tell the players and that team story for me as a, as a like I've always played football since I was little and um, you know and, and being a fan of football so to be able to grow the women's game and be part of that that story you know looking back and to see how the, the nation was inspired to see the coverage that the players got um you know even even to be a part of that in a small way was just it, i'm just so proud of it um so so yeah it was it was a great tournament personally and professionally but i think to be able to tell you know these the players are amazing to to be able to tell their story and show show them off as the amazing role models that they are is just something that, I, that i'm so happy to do I'm so so, yeah, it was, it was great and, you know, it was, yeah, a lot of work, but it's, you know, you're happy to do it because you're, you're at the best, you're in the best place in the world at that time.
0: Yeah, definitely. Can't complain about that one. A little less heat might have been a bit better, but... Yeah, I mean, Leon, Leon was next level.
1: We, we, we were really lucky because we had a kind of little garden area, but it was mm-hmm. just so hot. Everyone was just working outside, yeah. in, you know, shorts and T-shirts.
0: Yeah, unless. I remember I put on the England paint on my cheek and it just melted off. Like by the second half, it was completely gone. It just didn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, it was it was hard for sure. And I just remember before the Cameroon game, um, there was no one else around me as well. So it was just me, and I was just 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 absolutely drenched and kind of like looking around like I need a coffee or something <laughs> to kind of wake me up because it was so warm in that in the stadium.
0: So since you're so good at storytelling, do you want to give us a little story from the World Cup?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I laughed when when I saw that you're going to ask this because I mean, there's, there's there's so many that so many amazing things that happened and so so many funny things that happened. But the one that sticks into my mind that I think is is quite good is um, at, at the end of the World Cup, the the players called everyone in to so, like, all the staff members into the meeting room. Uh, we, we all didn't really know what was happening. And for context, some of the players they have this. Um, well, I like, to, I like to think of it as a term of endearment for me, a nickname. Um, they like to call me Tracy Beaker. So I don't know if you know who Tracy Beaker is, but it's, she, it's a, for those who don't know, it's like a, she's the lead in a TV kids' TV show from like 2002. Um, and she has really curly hair, which which I have. So yeah, it, it happens. You know what players are like. But it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, that's a bit of context. And anyway, we were all kind of in this room and all kind of waiting to see what what was going to happen. And then the players, amazingly, they all had the match shirts um, and each player had been designated a staff member. So they each got stood up in front of everyone and said, you know, thank you to that staff member and the work that they'd done over the month um, and said a few nice words. And it was really, it was amazing, that, you know, so so sweet and just mm-hmm. testament to them as individuals and players to have that that sort of thought to, to thank everyone. Um, so, you know, you're sitting there and you're thinking, who's, who's going to be mine? And Georgia, it's Georgia Sanway steps mm-hmm. up. And she just says, this is for Tracy Beaker at the back of the room. <laughs> and obviously there's, there's kind of mixed laughter from the players who know it and sort of confusion from staff members who don't know who Tracy Beaker is, which was, which was really funny. And then obviously Georgia, you know, said lots of nice things about me and, and thanked me and, and it was really sweet. And we kind of got up and hooked and, and you know, still got the match share. So, yeah, it's a it's a funny story, but also just one of those stories that, you know, kind of treasure those moments. And again, just, just shows the team like how great they are. And they, they'd had that time to... To, to say thank you and I think as, as staff members you know you, we're doing everything we can in our individual fields to make sure that when it comes to match day the players are, are out there and the players are ready to perform at the highest level so for them to take that time and say thank you it was just just meant a lot.
0: And as obviously as growing um, the game especially this World Cup obviously gave a lot of exposure to the line as is women's football in general how important do you think social media is in playing a part in the growth of women's football in general?
1: yeah i think i think it's massive i think it has been massive and i think um social media generally is has always been noted as as like a, a platform for change not not only in the women's football but just in general you know it's it's a platform where anyone can can um you know voice their opinion you can learn things that you would have never learned before but you can also change perceptions because of that you know you can educate yourself so yeah i think i think it's been massive for for women's football um and and kind of it, it just enabled clubs and and people and, and players to, to shout about women's football long before, you know, everyone else kind of caught up. And now we're, now we're seeing the benefits of that, you know, there's these huge sponsorship deals, broadcast deals, you know, the, the way that it exploded over the World Cup. Um, you know, the social media allowed people to kind of like lay, lay that foundation and, and chat about it as much as they wanted and, you know, tell these stories as much as they wanted. So, so yeah, I think, I think it's been massively important. Um, and I think as well, just to bring it back to Linus, I think, the way that we did the World Cup squad announcement, you know, that just wouldn't have been possible to do it in the way that we did without social media. And I think the way that we used the the celebrities and the influencers and the way that it dropped out over, over the sort of course of the day, you know, you couldn't have done that quite the same on, on any other platform. Um, And then because of that and the exposure that the players got um, from the celebrities and just the way that we did it, you you had thousands of people chatting about this World Cup squad announcement on, on Twitter. And again, you just, there's, there's no public space that kind of replicates that. So, yeah, um, yeah I, th- I think it was massive. And, it, and for us, it set that tone of, you know, this is what we're about. Um, you know, we're, we're here and, and we're ready for this World Cup.
0: You're doing an amazing job with the Lionesses and definitely keep that up. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you. No, thank you. It's been, it's been fun. That was Louise Selsby, the Lionesses social media producer. If you haven't checked out their content on all Lionesses social media channels, I suggest you do.